You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast number 10. <laughs> Woohoo! We made it into double digits. Oh, I'll tell you, we are on a march to create as much great, empowering, inspirational material as we possibly can to help you live the life of your dreams. Hi, my name is Thomas Miller. You know, we have a custom here in the United States that when you start a new business and you make your first dollar, that you frame it. Now, some of the people in other countries and other cultures, do you do that? I would imagine you do, don't you? We started a new medical practice here the other day, and in America, we bill insurance companies for the doctor's service, and they send back what's called an explanation of benefits. And I gave our new doctor his first explanation of benefits that came back from the insurance company. It was for like, I don't know, 40 or $50. It wasn't much. But I gave it to him and I said, there's your first dollar. There you go. That's your, that's number one. Well, now that we build websites, why not do with the website what we would do with our business? So the very first comment that I received on this website was from somebody in England by the name of Joan Harrison. And I want you to meet her because she has a wonderful story. Listen to her brief description from her About page. She said, My childhood was difficult. My siblings and I suffered mental abuse during our formative years. And as a result, upon reaching adulthood, I developed a desire to help others. She has studied all of the self-help material that you could possibly line up. And the compelling thing about Joan's story is that all of that that she studied didn't completely connect the dots until she changed one thing. And that one thing is what I want you to hear about in this brief interview. Her blog site is thinkgrowlive.com, and I would certainly encourage you to check it out. In addition to the blog, she has an integrative counselor practice, is a hypnotherapist, and also trains hypnotherapists. If you'd be interested in learning more, thinkgrowlive.com. Meet Joan Harrison. Well, Joan, it is great to meet you. I think that we might be connected in more ways than just a Skype interview. Yeah, I like to think so. I like to think that we all are connected. But yes, you you certainly did bob up into my life for a um, a reason yet to be, yet to unfold. You know what's amazing is that uh, when I first put the first couple of posts up, there's a setting on WordPress where you can tell the search engines not to find a website, and yet it popped up for you. Now, there's something that if people want to really get a, a grasp on the law of attraction, it penetrates even a search engine that's been shut off. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, as, um, yeah, I was meant to find you, definitely. And I knew that soon as I saw your site, I well, thought, oh, my God, I've died and gone to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is just great to have you on. Now, tell us where you live and a little bit about what you do. Um, I live on the Wirral. Um, it's about 10 miles from Liverpool. People will know Liverpool because of, uh, obviously, the Beatles. The Fab um, Four. Yes, but I live in um, a really pretty place, and it's right on the uh, River Dee. We have beautiful area walks, and it's just, I look up the sky and think, thank you, universe, this is the most amazing place to live. And what do you uh, do professionally? 
What do I do professionally? Um, apart from the blog I've just started, I work as a therapist, um, an integrative therapist, which means I deal with various types of therapy, um, CBT, transactional analysis, um, Gestalt, uh, Carl Rogers, uh, all sorts. I've poked into them all. Now let's point people to the website again, but then somebody wants to have it up while we're talking here, but... Then I really want to get into your story because it's interesting. Tell us your website. Okay, it's www.thinkgrowlive.com. Um, the reason it's called Think Grow Live is I nicked the idea from Napoleon Hill, who I, I, I revere. He's amazing. He wrote the book, obviously, Think and Grow Rich. So I call my website Think Grow Live because your thoughts can grow your life and then you live a fantastic life as a result. So that's the whole idea and the thinking around the the name of the website. That does sound awfully parallel to what we're doing here, doesn't it? (laughs) It does. It does. (laughs) Well, how did all of this come about? You have a really interesting story. You have a synopsis of it in your About tab. But just take us back and unpack a little bit about how you got to where you are. Um, I I, I had a difficult childhood. Um, I didn't think it was difficult at the time because it was just normal for us. Um, I came from a family of six children. Mum was Protestant, father was Catholic. So there was lots of feuding going on between the two families um, as a result of religion. And it was difficult because they were more concerned with each other than they were with the children. Um, But they just kept having children because of the, the, the Catholic side of the relationship. And I don't believe either of them should have had any children, let alone six children. Um, so you almost had great. a war at home, just in the home itself and within your family. All the time, yes. Yeah, it was, you literally waited for the next feud. It, you know, there was always some sort of fight going on um, day to day. And we'd be dragged out of bed of a night and told that one of us was going to be beaten um, that sort of really heavy um, abuse. And as I say, I didn't think it was abuse. And it wasn't until I studied later on and learned about therapy and and the benefits of it, that's what I'd suffered. I knew something was wrong, and I, I knew I was desperately unhappy, but I didn't know why. And you didn't know anything else. That was normal to exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. How bad was it? Um, it was terrifying. Um, my hair fell out when I was 11. Mm. Not completely. I, I got alopecia. And I remember being taken to the doctors and had great hair. It was shoulder length, dark, shiny. And um, it just was coming out in clumps. And I remember mum taking me to the doctors and him saying it was alopecia. And then not really a lot of concern about it. It was just get on with it. It was that sort of attitude all the time, really, over over everything. It was we, we just literally had to drag ourselves up because they were just so busy, busy with other things. Was there physical or verbal abuse? It was just verbal. Yeah, it was verbal. There was, there was physical abuse, verbal just for me, but for my brothers, there was, it was physical. It, he would he would beat the my one one of my brothers when when we get dragged out of bed. At, 11, 12 o'clock at night after he'd come home from the pub um, he would drag one of the brothers off, he would threaten us all line us up in 
in order of age. Then he would threaten that one of us was going to be beaten and one of the brothers would be taken away and yes, he would be beaten. Um, and we would hear that. But as far as I was concerned, no, he never ever beat me, which actually made me feel, and I was placed outside of the boys. I, I was left being the only girl because my sister was 12 years older than me. I was left being the only girl in the family. And um, because he beat the boys, I sort of wasn't part of their group. I wasn't part of their club. And I suppose they felt it was unfair. And it was, you know, that they, they would be beaten and I wasn't. So there was sort of, there was a double whammy going on for me. But I knew, although it was normal for us, I knew it wasn't right. I knew it was wrong, the way the way we were being brought up. But there's not, not much you can do about it when you're that age. So how did that affect your teenage years and your into your early adulthood? Um, I was angry and hurt and defensive, and I didn't know why. I didn't know because I thought it was normal. I didn't know why I carried so much anger. So it affected affected jobs. It affected certainly affected relationships because of being in that lineup with my brothers. And watching one of them being taken away and beaten, I then chose men who I wanted to protect, um, uh, and they were they weren't always the best choice for me. You started down a path of self help, mm-hmm. but I it did. didn't connect all the dots for you. What all did you study, and then what was missing? I read every self help I could self help book I could get my hands on, everything. I was just hungry to find out the reason why I was so angry. Um, and it was when a friend of mine began a counselling course and we, we talked about it a lot that I began to see that maybe that was the direction I needed to go in. Maybe if I found out about counselling others, then I would... And lots of counsellors do that. There's a lot of counsellors who have problems themselves um, that the w- wounded healer they're called mm-hmm. um, because they want to find answers of their own so they go into the profession hoping to do that and I did I did I was lucky and I did I love Bob Proctor talks about that that if you want something you give it away yes and that's yeah. the it's that reciprocal it's that mm. return of what you put out and so yeah those of us who have hurt deeply when we put out we get a healing in the return mm. Why did the self-help material that you first studied not have such an impact, do you think? I think because it's quite difficult in the written word to explain why you're feeling the way you do, because no one can feel the way you do. It's as simple as that. So they can only write it from their perspective, and it really only does skim the surface. And I like to call it pink and fluffy, because it's... It doesn't go deep. It doesn't go into the roots of why. So that's why it didn't work for me. It was only when I trained that we... It was gory. It was painful. We had to dissect every part of ourselves. And I was hungry for it. I was so hungry for it. And embraced it. And then, you know, the, the dots did begin to join up. I understood why. And there's a, a, on my site. There's a great um, there's a great tool on there from transaction analysis that you can find out what personality adaptation you've made for yourself, 
Um, you go through a lot of questions and at the end of it, it tells you whether you're a people pleaser or um, a try hard or be strong, be perfect. We, we adapt ourselves to these different personality traits to fit in with the, the home we're, we're brought up in. And once I started doing that sort of thing, oh, the dots just joined up and the pictures became clearer. ThinkGrowLive.com is the website. That's it. You say in your about page that it was when you started to realize that it was our thoughts that drive our outcomes. Mm-hmm. And that so much of the self-help material just didn't get you there. Well, I'd go one stage further than that now um, after setting up the website because uh, therapy doesn't always work unless the, the person is ready. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it worked for me because I wanted, I, I, I was in the right frame of mind and I was so hungry to feel better than I did. So it worked for me and I put in years and years of study. Um that that won't necessarily work for everybody and it wasn't until I'd read Napoleon Hill and I, I thought it was okay but when I decided to do the website I started to read more and it just clicked it was just everything I think affects my life and I started to look back over the awful things that had happened and my thinking around those things before they happened and afterwards and I was attracting it I was attracting all of that pain with my thoughts. Absolutely. I, <laughs> I can't. I, I'm laughing because I was really, I was working through some of that before we record, before we started talking here today. I was actually in that same space of realizing way back certain things happened, put the mindset in place to start attracting these negative things. Mm. Yeah, I, it's like it's like you get on a track, a railroad track, and and there's no no junction to come off. Once you're on that track, unless something happens, you gain or grow awareness, then you're on that track. You're on for the ride. And as a however young child we are, uh, for me, some things happened really, really young that mm. were formulative. And mm. really shifting, and you don't know that anything is different at that point. Mm. Mm. And it makes parenting so critical. Yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah. I think people should take exams before they become parents. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a serious job. It is, and, no- and it's so unfair that there's no instruction manual. Exactly, exactly. But you just don't realize that even in the womb, even before the womb, I believe that certain mm. things can happen that can impact that new life that's being formed. Yeah, absolutely. But most importantly, it all starts with a thought. Every single thing that happens to you starts with a thought, and you're in charge of that thought. And once you accept responsibility for that and start to change the thinking, then life begins to look completely different, doesn't it? It does. It does. We both learned that, haven't we? Now that you have made that shift, what is life like for you now? Oh, it's, there's just no comparison. It's just wonderful. And, and, and honestly, I give thanks every day. Um, where we live, how we live. It's just, it's simple, but it's 
it's very rewarding and I feel much more spiritual now and I want to help others to get to that position it's just it's simple but it's not easy and that's the purpose of your website thinkgrowlive.com mm-hmm. how would people get in touch with you if they wanted to know more just contact me via the website and that's on the contact box over on the right hand side it is yeah and it's a pure labor of love yeah it is I'm really enjoying it Joan, thank you so much. I really have enjoyed meeting you. Thank you, Thomas. I'm glad I found you. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.